This episode is brought to you by Kopari. All right, guys, you know I love a good organic product. That's why I am kind of excited to introduce you to a line of beauty products called Kopari. Okay, so these are products that moisturize the skin and hair, and they smell insane. You know I hate chemicals, and these products don't have any sulfites, silicones, GMOs, or parabens. Love, love, love. Instead, Kopari's products are made with 100% organic, yes, 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 coconut oil. Um, I just don't want any nastiness on my skin, so this is very ideal. Kopari makes great products like a coconut sheer oil, which is light and perfect and ideal as a makeup primer. You got to try it. Also, a coconut crush scrub that buffs you beautiful. I love to use this for dry brushing. I just throw it on the dry brush and brush up. A coconut balm to soothe and nourish super dry skin. And of course, you guys know this one, their original multi-purpose organic coconut melt. My favorite out of all of these is definitely the Coconut Body Glow. I love this because it gives you like a nice little glow, and if you put it on your collarbones, it makes them pop. I know that sounds weird, but try it. It's kind of like a light shimmer, and you can wear it day or night, and it looks fantastic on Instagram. It's got an amazing gardenia scent, so it doesn't smell weird, and it's kind of like a Hawaiian beach in a bottle, which is amazing. Say aloha to the best skin and hair of your life with Kopari. Go to koparibeauty.com slash skinny now and get 20% off your order. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash skinny for 20% off. All right, let's get this show started. The following program is a podcast1.com presentation. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Yeah! And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Fantastic. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Get ready for some major realness. Is my face in the sun? A bright white light just beaming down the center of your face. Is it actually in the sun? Because I don't want it in the sun. Yep, and you're not going to be able to escape it. Why, Michael? I just, I, I, I want to preserve my... And we're back again. I have no personality today because my teeth hurt. I am Lauren Everts, creator of The Skinny Confidential. And this is Michael Bostick, serial entrepreneur, total badass. Smart cookie. Crushing the game, smart cookie. Hmm. Taking the podcast world by storm. Okay, I have Kevin's laughing at me. I don't know why. I have a lot of energy today. Been hitting the gym, getting jacked. A lot of testosterone's going on. A lot of testosterone. Might flip the table over. Hmm. Teresa Judice. Episode 30. 30. 30. Made it. Made it. I don't know how we made it. I feel like 29 of those episodes, I wanted to kill you. So we'll see what happens after this one. I told you. I got my little shank. Don't even be creeping up on me. I'll get you. We're doing a different dynamic today because we're sitting across from each other instead of next to each other, which I feel like's better, although I have some sunlight on my skin, so I'm kind of having anxiety. Looking into those beautiful blue eyes. Thanks, babe. Didn't That's even, cute. Didn't realize how blue they were. The sun is shining so deeply into them that I can now see them. Michael, is the sun really on my face? I'm not joking. Is it nah, actually? No, no, you're good. You're good. Michael, I can't have the sun on my face. You're not good. Michael, please. All right, so we're back. Episode number 30. We've got a super exciting guest for you guys today. Um, We'll introduce him later. If you follow me on Snapchat, you already know who that is. He's kind of a ladies' man. So we're in L.A. We are working on something super exciting. We are working on a product line for the Skinny Confidential. Yes. And... We're excited. We've been working on it for six, seven months, behind the scenes, under wraps, different than what we usually do because most of what we do is really out there in the world. So it's nice to have like a surprise coming for once, you know? It's a surprise. And now we're kind of at the point where I get to pick colors. So I kind of want to ask your guys' opinions because I almost want you guys to create what we're creating together. If that well, makes sense. One of my favorite things is to get the consumer and customer base involved early in the process on creation because you can kind of query them in any business and figure out like what they like, what they want, what you guys like, what would you guys want. And ultimately, like it's a product that we're excited about, but we want you know the people that we're ultimately going to be selling it to excited about as well. So to get everybody involved in the process would be rad. Kind of similar to what we did with this podcast. We took the feedback and you know, 
heard what people had to say and adjusted from there. And I think we're going to do the same thing with this product line. And the product is something that I would use every single day. And it has to be something that I would use every day. And I'm always picturing you guys and what you guys would think. I get most inspired when I'm doing intervals. And today I thought of the names of the products. So um, I'm going to ask opinions coming soon on Snapchat because I want you guys to weigh in. We already started doing it on Instagram. Yeah. Want me to plug your Instagram handle? The Skinny Confidential? Thanks, babe. If people Does that know. mean you want me to plug yours? Go. At Michael Bostick, at Michael Bostick, Boom. at Michael Bostick. Could use a couple more follows. You spell Bostick with one S. Yeah, no, please don't. <laughs> Two S's. <laughs> Why? Don't, don't blow me up like that. Don't, don't screw this up for me. Oh my God, he loves to plug his handles. So wedding planning still in full swing. We are meeting with our friend Chris. I feel like we should go to La Scala tomorrow because I love their chopped salad to talk about marrying us. Yeah, our friend is going to marry us. Both Lauren and I are kind of taking a lax approach to this. You don't say. Fortunately and unfortunately, one of our best friend Chris is going to marry us. I have no, we have not talked to him once about anything. I feel like he's going to be drunk too when he marries us. Yeah, he's going to, I know he's going to be drunk. Um, not to paint him as a drunk, but like... No, he's not a drunk, but like... But we're going to be drinking. Like, yeah, you know, like I'm not going down there to, you know, play patty cake. I'm going down there to have a good time. Play patty cake? Yeah, that's what came to my mind oh, right that's then. really weird. <laughs> so I am planning my bachelorette and bridal shower, and I like to work under pressure. As you guys know, I love, love, love to leave shit to the last minute. Michael knows that. I had this idea where I went and got three poster boards, like huge poster boards from Rite Aid, and sharpies and basically i wrote bachelorette bridal and wedding on each poster board and then i just made a list of every single thought in my head on each poster board so right now we're focused on the bachelorette party which is going to be insane i'm very excited and i am focused on the bachelor party which is hopefully not going to be too insane no yours is going to be nothing I'm actually, like mine. i'm actually scared like i need to figure something out but i'm actually getting i'm, I'm getting a little worried about what i'm going to do um i got some wild friends so you guys can go get wild. It's your last hurrah. Lauren says she has PIs. No, I have PIs. So I hired two PIs where he's going. One you would never know is a PI, and the other one's a little more obvious. And they're going to take pictures the entire time. So anyways, if this wedding doesn't kill me, the stress of Hashtag thinking about PI. PIs on my bachelor party will. Don't fuck around. I have PIs I've done a lot everywhere. of stressful things in my life, but this wedding is definitely getting up there. Gargoyles are going to be hanging off the ceiling. There's PIs everywhere. Anywhere you look, one of your friends is a mole. When they gave me the quote for the donkey tacos, and I call them donkey tacos because we're going to Mexico, and sometimes I just like to joke that the tacos in Mexico are from donkey meat, even though hopefully they're not. When I saw the quote just for the tacos, I almost had a full-blown heart attack. Yeah, well, they're probably like they they've they they've like probably quadrupled the cost of these tacos. Well, let's see how much you care about me. Oh my god, not that much, not that much. <laughs> um, the tacos, yes, we're not doing a fillet and salmon moment at the wedding. I feel like no one wants fillet at a wedding, but every wedding does fillet, which I don't understand. When you go to a wedding, you're drinking, you're partying, like you want street tacos you want a hamburger like no one wants some like five course like a mouge bouche like like throw in like a, a tomato soup caesar salad and then i'll end with a filet and like a very rich souffle if right? one more person if one more person tries to get upsell me on a five course meal they are fired no They're we're out. doing like chips and salsa and guacamole which is what everyone wants to eat i'm sorry no one wants like this intense like herb fusion meal at a wedding right am i wrong no weigh in you guys tweet every wedding i've ever been to when they do this whole thing i fall asleep i wake back up that's rude michael then i need like those what are those things i I can't i'm having a mind when they shock you back to life i need one of those so yeah i mean i'm sorry if you had a wedding and you did a five course meal but your guests were bored i don't care what they say they're bored Nobody cared. No, it's not that they're bored. It's just like not what you're craving when you're drunk and dancing. Like you just don't want the whole shebang. Listen, you got Jimmy. He's eyeing Susie from across the thing. He's ready to get down on the dance floor. He doesn't need the next like salmon filet coming down the plate mixed with the two more desserts. He needs it. He needs to get going. By the time he eats all that food, he's done. He doesn't want to party anymore. He wants to go home. There you go with Jimmy and Susie again. He, yeah. he uses Jimmy and Susie every single time he talks about two people. We don't know anyone named Jimmy and Susie. I mean, your name is Susie when you're running through the airport like a batshit psycho but well you know anyway so wedding planning killing me another thing 
that I am doing that Michael is extremely excited about is my calendar. Oh, yeah, Lauren's actually getting organized somewhat. Michael, I'm I was told very our, organized. I was told by our coach that we were working with a coach who's also our good friend, so I don't know if that's good, but to encourage you. So I'm going to encourage you and say I'm proud of you for getting organized on your calendar. Okay, wait a minute, wait a because minute. Because he said I had to support you. Okay. No matter what. Okay, first of all, I am very organized. Like, can you be real? I'm organized as shit. Not, Every, not with your time, you're not. Not with my time. I have some time management problems. I overcommit myself, and I say I can do 100 things at once when I should just be doing one thing at once. So Steve, my friend, who we will have on this podcast eventually, is sitting with me every single night for a half an hour and looking at my calendar for the next day and going through and basically telling me that if I am in two places at once, I'm bouncing checks. So for instance, I had to go to the dentist at three o'clock. You would, you have, you would have been in jail by now if you were doing the the bouncing checks analogy. You've been bouncing checks for years. Yeah. Seriously. You've been, this whole time thing. I've been bouncing checks. I've never seen anything like it. On my time. I had to be at the dentist at three and then at three thirty I had to leave and drive to the office. So Steve basically told me, No, you need to leave at three thirty and you need I guess you need forty five minutes instead of a half an hour. He basically just like maneuvers my whole entire calendar so I can be on time and I don't have to be so stressed. And it has taken a lot of anxiety off my plate, I must say. Although I was thirty minutes late here today, however, that's because the elevator was down, Kevin. No, you weren't down there for thirty minutes. I was having a turkey sandwich with cranberry sauce and stuffing, so that made me 10 minutes late, but I had to eat or I would have no personality on the podcast. Sun is shining in. I know. I was just going to say that as the sun on my face. I think I have to move to the other side. I can't do the sun. I just can't do it. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Now that I'm out of the sun, can we just talk about why I hate the sun? Because of my skin. I cannot deal with it on my face. You guys know this. If you read my blog, I'm very weird about it. I have a full-blown mustache from the sun and from hyperpigmentation and melasma, so I'm very picky about what I use on it. So something that's really worked for me is BioClarity. Basically, I use it at night, love to use it when I'm in LA because it's so polluted here, and it's just very natural and powered by science. And basically what it does is it helps with acne, pigmentation, and kind of the feel of your skin. It's great for young adults, and it's clinically proven to clear up acne blemishes and help maintain clear, confident skin. So basically, it's three steps, super quick, no one has time. The first step's a cleanse, and it's a rich forming facial cleanser that washes away dirt, oil, and pollutions, which is why I use it when I'm in LA, and it has a powerful plant extract from green tea. Green tea is very detoxifying. You know this if you read The Skinny Confidential. It's awesome for your skin. It gives you that glowy look. And then it also has cucumber in it, which I'm obsessed with because cucumber is super cooling for the skin. Awesome if you have a burn, too. It also has chamomile in it, which is calming for the skin, so it's not super harsh. And there's no harsh chemicals in it at all, which is in a lot of facial cleansers. So make sure you guys are checking your ingredients if you're using any other facial cleansers. The second step is to treat the skin, and this is going to come in like a gel. And this kind of penetrates the pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne. Michael really needs this. You got you to gotta use some of this. Send some my way. I will. It contains antioxidants from oat kernel, which is super interesting, and has tons of powerful skin moisturizers. And the final step, which is, again, super quick, easy, three steps, is the Restore Gel. And it has this green stuff that's in plants, and that's kind of what makes the whole thing unique. Okay, so the last and final step, like I said, it's quick, is the Restore Gel. And that comes with the green stuff that's in plants, and that kind of makes the whole product unique. That's why I like it best. These are patented ingredients proven to help with reducing redness, the size of pores, and soothing the skin, which is totally what I need whenever I'm in the sun for one second. So what are you guys waiting for? Get clearer skin today. Just go to bioclarity.com. The Skinny Confidential listeners will get their first month for only $9.95. That is $20 savings when it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, which I love. And you just have to enter my code SKINNY. That's bioclarity.com. Enter my code SKINNY. Go to bioclarity.com today. All right, before we take the break, let's get into the tip of the week real quickly. Lauren? You want me to go first? Absolutely. My tip is time blocking. 
And you guys know this. If you read the Skinny Confidential, there's a post. You just can Google it if you want. It's called the Skinny Confidential Time Blocking. And it's this cube that you get on Amazon. It's white. It's super cute. It matches with my whole office aesthetic. And on it is five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, Michael, 20 minutes, 20, 30. Yeah. Michael got me into it. It's basically like $5 and you time block your entire day. I carry it in my purse and you can, you can use it at home. You can use it in the office. You can use it to time block sex. (laughs) Just kidding. Just wanted to get your attention. Um, you can time block whatever you want. I time block from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed when I have a really busy day. I time block my makeup. I time block cleaning my closet. I time block doing work, emails, whatever. And it just helps you to stay on track. And what I have found, and Michael's also found this as well, is that it actually makes you get stuff done quicker. Well, because you're focused. You're so focused on one task. You're doing one thing at once that it kind of speeds the day up, which is awesome. And Steve has been a very, very big cheerleader about my time blocker. He wants me to just bring it everywhere. I've got my calendar going. So that has just really helped me. If you're bad with time management, check it out. It's on Amazon. I think it's by DateXX. I'll leave the link on Twitter. And let me know what you guys think. Like, Comment on my Instagram or snap me and let me know if it's working for you. I'd love to know. My tip's a little bit different, but uh, you know, I get a lot of snaps and a lot of questions about young entrepreneurs, young businessmen, women looking for the next idea, the next um, gold rush, the next thing to do. And a lot of people, you know, they're, they haven't really found their passion yet and they're looking for something to do and they want to get into selling product or a new business or you know, a new service. And they just they haven't had that light bulb that's gone off yet to say like, okay, aha, this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't think it's always about finding that next big thing. I think when you're starting out, you can start with something small and kind of build it up and build it out. And one of the best ways to do that is to look at Google Trends and Amazon bestsellers, see what's actually already selling and what's actually already working for business from there. So think like, you know, there's a phone case company. They're not the only ones. There's been all sorts of other phone case companies that have come out and have done a great job at um, you know finding their place in the market. What you're doing is you're taking something that's proven to sell and you're putting your own personality and your own stamp on it and selling in a market that's proven. So you know check out Craigslist, see what's trending, see what people are looking for, check out what's being funded on Kickstarter, Indiegogo. It'll kind of help you find your idea, find a, the product you want to sell. And you know you start there and you build out. And then you know as you get experience running a business like that, you know it'll lead to the next thing. So. That's my tip. I like it. And I, uh, I think you can also go on Yahoo Trends too. They yeah. have a good one. Sometimes I look at that for articles. And there's a, this is a thing for marketers too. Look at Google Trends and Yahoo Trends to figure out what people are searching and buying. That's a little trick right there that I've been using for a long time. Thanks for showing us what's up your sleeve. Yep. On that note, we'll take a break and we're going to bring our guest on. So stay tuned because he is rad as shit. Hey, man, Ace Man here, and that's my trusty licensed partner, Dr. Drew, over there. Got to get it on, man. You know, we used to work together every night, and wait, we wait, are back. Used to. Why don't people get the message? We are, the band is back together. We're doing it still now. Good. Tell yeah. them why it's better now, Drew. The Adam and Dr. Drew show. We're an unencumbered. We're unlicensed. Right. We're uncensored. We do anything we want. It's, it's, it's the pirate ship, man. That fudge, yeah. We do what we want. So, you can download the Adam and Dr. Drew show now on the Podcast One app or iTunes or at PodcastOne.com. You're listening to The Skinny Confidential, him and her, with Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick. All right, we are back from the break. Have a guest in the studio, longtime friend of ours. Excited to have him on the show. I think he's going to bring a lot of value, a lot of clarity. A lot of interesting topics, hopefully. So we've known him since sixth grade. Well, I have. Michael's known him since second. His name is Danny Kurtzman. Hello. And he is a major hottie. He's wearing a hat right now that says, all we have is now. It's super cute. And I will let him introduce himself. So my name is uh, Danny Kurtzman. I've known uh, these two lovely people, Michael, since second grade, Lauren, since sixth. Uh, it's, wow, it's been a while. It's been um, a long time. Really long time. Long time. Yeah, I remember uh, the first time uh, Lauren asked Michael out, I think, 
was it Wax asked Dante out? And then was it who's the Arian asked Rocco out? Was was that her name Arian? Okay, so that was a really cute time. I remember like right by the the picnic tables, and it was like really emotional, and it was like a really big thing. And was that sixth grade that like our friends are dating each other? Well, Lauren I came did in. not ask Michael out. Can we get that clear, Danny? She, she asked me in. out. She I was. think it was like a mutual thing. I think it was like you three agreed that you three were going to date each other. All at the same time, and like go to Del Mar Heights. She couldn't. She couldn't get enough of me. She couldn't stop pursuing me. She was fully developed in sixth grade, which she really was. I really was fully developed, you guys. I had huge cannons. Michael just wanted to hold hands. Lauren was just. Michael did not want to hold hands, Danny. Michael wanted to do other things. Um, I think I had I had a girlfriend at the time, but she wasn't quite as far along as Lauren. So she. That's not true. She had big ones too. She uh, fell by the wayside. But yeah, so we've known Danny since second grade, or I have, Lauren Jones since six. And Danny has had a very interesting life, still has a very interesting life. He has a runs a family business that a lot of you may know called Ezekiel. It's a clothing line. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, right now uh, I also am a brand manager and co-owner with my dad of Ezekiel Clothing, uh, which is fun. It's like I can't complain. Uh, it's an awesome job. I get to work with amazing people, design a full collection four times a year, uh, you know, just in the action sports, California lifestyle industry, uh, get to do rad photo shoots. Uh, you guys are crushing it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't really, you know, I'm fourth generation clothing apparel, so my family's been doing this for quite a long time. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. insane. But, I didn't uh, know that. It's, uh, I wasn't expecting doing this right out of college, and I just kind of worked my way up, started in like customer service, you know, doing production stuff, and then now just moved my way into marketing and started getting my hands in design. So now I do marketing, sales, and design. Uh, yeah, it's a small, tight knit team, but uh, it's fun. Uh, and so, and then also with my dad, it's a, kind of an umbrella company. We do three point distribution. So we're kind of like a brand manager, uh, and we just kind of manage people's, you know, brands. Uh, and he's brands. single. He is single. And you know, it's funny, one of Danny's, I don't want to say ex-employees, is that... Yeah, well, it, yeah. yeah, so Josh was like basically my boss for a while. Uh, you so, know, he kind of showed me the ropes and trying to, he definitely set my steez a little bit out of college. So uh, Michael was definitely partners with him right now. So we, I have a partner named Josh and um, we have a business together called Broken Home. It's a men's boot company and he used to work with Danny. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a small, it's a small world. world. It really is a small world. But what I wanted to get into, and it's it's really impressive, everything Danny's done. I want you to kind of tell everybody about your life, how we know each other, how you know the what you've what you've done, what you've accomplished, what you've overcome. Like, I just want you to kind of give the rundown and give everyone your story because I want to. I just I think it's a really really interesting story. I think it's a really inspirational story. We had the idea to have him on the podcast when we were all in Palm Springs partying. We got a little tipsy off one too many like margaritas. That's usually how that's yeah. usually how it works. Yeah, us. Michael went to bed early. He had uh, to go change his diaper. But Danny and I talked outside. Day we day. were having fun and playing beer pong and being normal. And we just had this idea to bring him on and just like tell his story because it's such an amazing story. Yeah, so you know we are on the radio. It's a podcast, so it's hard to really see who I am. Um, you know, when I was nine year old, I was uh, born with a muscular dystrophy called uh, FSH, and. Uh, it was an early onset kind of rare uh, diagnosis for myself. Uh, but the crazy thing is I don't really you know, know too much about the disability. I've kind of always grown up and stood back and just looked at myself as like a normal individual. He doesn't kinda, let it define him. It's kind of Lauren Michael Nomi. Uh, you know, and as I've gotten older, uh, you know, the the weaknesses of my muscle have gone more and more and more. So, you know, I met Michael Moore and I was just walking, running around, playing flag football with Michael and stuff like that, baseball, soccer, uh, you know, and then going into high school, just kind of got assistance of, uh, you know, great friends of mine to get me around when it was longer distances. And then when I got into college, uh, you know, I started using the systemness of a, of a mobility scooter. Um, so, you know, that's kind of... You know, I probably should have used the scooter earlier on, but that's just kind of, you know, as you grow up, you learn different things. It's, it's like it's funny when we were kids, we didn't. I don't even think we ever thought about the scooter. I mean, we were just kind of like whenever Danny needed help, we just. I mean, there's been a many drunken nights where you've been on my back or on one of our <laughs> yeah, friends' back. Nights in high school, or uh, yeah, and like that's just kind of how we rolled. Pupas. 
Yeah, I mean, literally, I think there's times in high school we were running for the police with Danny Michael on my back. Was quite good at the piggybacks. Uh, you know, and the crazy thing is, is like looking back at that, um, I didn't. I don't think it held me back from experiencing anything in high school because I've had such great friends. But uh, you know, I probably should have. It wouldn't have been bad if I just used a scooter earlier on, and I think it was just, you know, I just couldn't wrap my head around getting into a wheelchair or a scooter at that moment. Um, it was quite weird because now that I'm in it, I love it. It's given me full independence. I love it too. I love to hop on like your lap. You know what I hate about it? I call it a. Do you know what, what, do know what I, I hate it about again, it, Danny? A DUI, not a DUI, a uh, um, SUI. A SUI. I, I love it because it can help me get around. But you know what I also hate about it? is when I have to dismantle it and put it in Ubers or carry it upstairs. We were in New York Dude, the last Michael time. Michael manhandled this thing. No, but and I, and nobody's there to help me, right? So I have to take apart this screen. How much does that thing weigh? I mean, that thing like weighs... 60, 70 pounds. No, no, it's more. It's more. So I had to carry <laughs> this goddamn scooter up. Like, you know, I was about to file a complaint at this place oh. in New York. They didn't have any kind of wheelchair like 15, access. What was up with that place? I had to carry Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Can we just do a side note here? Okay, so first of all, we're in New York. It's me, Michael, Danny, and a couple other of Michael's friends. And we go in this nightclub, and his friends are, like, trying to, like, buy bottles of champagne and be cool. And I'm in the corner just, like, drinking my drink. And they're, like, popping, like, all those, like, fireworks that go off in the club and, like, sparklers. And everyone thinks they're so cool. And, like, girls are coming up to them. But, like, his friends, like, aren't getting anything. Like, no girls are talking to them. It's actually kind of embarrassing. I'm the only girl there. The only one that ended up making out with a girl was I Danny. Did make out with a girl that y- night. You were like <laughs> on fire. The other guys were in the corner, like I an awkward sixth grade dance. It was so embarrassing. I was asleep because I overexerted myself carrying the goddamn scooter. Um, that thing. So you have to take it apart and carry it. So, anyways, I'm just joking. But no, I well, actually, I'm not joking. You know, the scooter sucks to carry. <laughs> That's why Michael works out, just so he can lift my scooter everywhere. I'm in a projectile vomit everywhere. Yeah, it takes the rest of our friends, like four four people to carry the scooter, but I'll just slap that thing on my back. I'm he sp- literally did a one person. Only him and Loudon could do that. That's quite Wow, Michael, quite amazing. so manly. That should really impress Look you, Look at Lauren. those muscles. It does yeah, it. so, uh, you know, that's kind of my story. It's just, uh, you know, and I, I, it took me a lot to grow up and during those years and getting to college, and then, you know, post-college, I've, I've learned a lot, you know, getting independence and finding out more about who I am. Um, and you mentor kids that are in your situation that are younger, that have a lot of parents that maybe have put kind of an emphasis on that they can't do something, and you come in and say, actually, you can't. Yeah, seriously, on that note, like, I, you know, I got fortunate enough. It, I find my situation a little bit about luck as much as it is about you know myself uh your attitude yeah i got lucky i got born with you know good parents in a good situation go to good schools to meet awesome friends like michael and lauren and a lot of our close friends uh go to good college loyal marymont where i met more friends um and a lot of it was luck but uh you know it's it's kind of when i i found myself i don't never i today i think it's kind of almost like a I don't, it's kind of holds me back a little bit because I don't sometimes see myself with a disability. That's um, really funny that you say that because, and, and I, I can say this and I promise you, and this is why I wanted to have him on the podcast. I never thought of having you on the podcast about this because I've never put you in that category. But then when we talked about this, I was like, this is brilliant. I mean, you'd, you're amazing. You'll, the readers will love you. The audience will love you. But I have never looked at Danny and been and thought, oh, he has a disability. He's never, ever led with that, and he's never let it define him. And so no one around him defines him as that. Yeah, it, and it's kind of like recently, like there's times where you find, I find myself like kind of like the, the reality check that I'm like, wait, I really do have a disability. Because um, I'm super independent, um, along with some help with my friends. Uh, you know, I live on my own with some friends. I get dressed, I shower, I drive, I work, I travel, you know, I do. The driving thing's interesting to us. Like, you have to explain that. You were driving at 16, completely normal, in a beautiful, huge car. Yeah. Huge was, car. It I was could, a big I, van. Wait, I couldn't even drive spinners. that car. Yeah, with spinners. It was a Lincoln had, Aviator with had, spinners. Oh, no, yeah, it was an Aviator with 
spinners. He had spinners. How gangster is that? Though? Wait, and you had the hottest guy in the car all the time. Remember uh, Justin? Yeah. You, you definitely had a crush on Justin. He looked sure. he looked like Justin from NSYNC. Yeah, that curly hair. He was like this older black stallion in the corner <laughs> that wouldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, I think he made out with one of our friends at one point while just hanging out with me. So on that note, but I uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I do a lot on my own. Uh, and uh, I think it's just kind of, you know, traveling on my own lately. I, I love it. You know, I like fly. I've flown international myself. I just flew to Japan this summer. Um, I went to Europe last year by myself. Uh, of course, I've got friends out there. Um, flew to New York when I met you guys out there. I've done. My- You're going to Cabo? I am going to Cabo for your guys' wedding. Um, I don't think anyone's flying out of Orange County, so I will be meeting you down there solo. And Cabo is probably one of my most favorite places in the world. It's the uh, best. We're going to have ginger margaritas yeah, and do a huge Yeah, it's real fun moment. when I show up to you know Squid Row and they know my name. It's, I don't know if that's a good Wait, thing Wait, you thing. show up to Squid Row and they know your name? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's, it's what does that thing. mean? It's a good thing and a bad thing. But like the crazy thing is like it's because they, like, they don't see someone like... I don't say like me, but down there doing that in Cabo because it's definitely not a handicap accessible city down there but you know my mindset uh, and that's probably why Lord and Michael invited me on here is like I I look at that and they're like how do you why do you like what and what's what what's your reasoning it's like why not like you know why should I tell myself I can't do some things why should I hold myself back um you know why should I set restraints to how I live my life, like you know, you know the, the the possibilities are what I want and what I set my bar to, and uh, you know I I set my bar pretty high for myself. I don't you know, know what's funny is we were I was going to, I want to talk about the charity that we're up here to 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 be involved with tomorrow and that you know that you want to bring awareness to. So we're going to do that, but so I'm going to jump a little bit ahead because you just hit on a note that I want to talk about. You know, on this show, we talk a lot about mental toughness. We talk about buckling down, making decision, keeping a strong mental attitude when life gets tough. How have you applied mental toughness to your life? Because you've been through some tough shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's everything. Um, you know, I tell myself every day, the one guarantee I have when I wake up is that shit's going to be on my plate. Um, you know, I'm always having to fight back to zero every morning I wake up. Um, you know, and some days are tougher than others. You know, there's always, I have every reason not to get out of bed anymore. Every, every morning. Like, I, you know, there's, there's reasons for me to just kind of just take it easy and, and not push myself. But there's so many reasons for me to push myself at the same time. Um, I, and I, he pushes himself. So you guys, you focus- he has very normal life. Like you work, I feel like you work nine to five, five days a week. Ten to seven. Yeah, sometimes. Ten yeah. to seven. <laughs> then you have I your get charity. No, I get the office a little late. I love sleeping in. I'm not a morning person. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I love seeing Mizzy and like yeah, I, you know, there's very much. I, I should take it more easy, you know, like, but I have so many reasons not to. I, I like, I love pushing myself. Um, and yeah, there's, there's definitely shit that's in my life that, you know, fucks me up where I just like, I don't want to do things, but, you know, I'm so fortunate enough to have a career and friends and family and just drive and you have and a excitement really full life. and entertainment uh, around me to like push me to do that. Like people are like, oh, why do you like the next four weekends? I'm out of town doing something, and they're like, why are you so busy? It's like because I love setting those four weekends because it pushes me to keep going, like keep doing stuff. So um, when you like a lot of what you're saying is a lot of what I like to talk about and I think what Lauren likes to talk about is like you focus a lot on the positivity in your life even though you know at times there can be a lot of negative shit going on I don't think the whole time actually the whole time I've known you I mean I've seen you get down at times but I don't think I've ever seen you like I don't want to say give up but I've never seen you get so down that you're not actually being active and in, in doing things and taking care of shit I'm I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that. Dude, life's too short to be down. Like, I, I can't, I can't focus enough on like it's. There's no point of being sad. Like, yeah, it's a tough world out there, and there's a lot of things that are hitting us every single day. Whether it's work, whether it's health, whether it's family, friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, roommates. I don't even know what, what car problems. Like, there's always something that's gonna 
try to knock you out. But it's like uh, a scooter. Like a scooter, dude. Like yeah, like, like I've had club problems this week. Yeah, scooter always definitely knocks you out. I got that stupid cold that's going around uh, this week, and uh, that's definitely something that just wants to keep you in bed all week. But uh, that's good that you're triple fisting if you had a cold. I am literally have I have an iced tea next to a Dos Equis Amber. Thanks, Michael, and uh, and a Culver. Michael uh, could have brought you a better beer, though. I mean, I, was hoping I didn't want to treat him any different, so I just bought him the same shitty beer that I would. Drink. I was hoping for like a Pacifico, you yeah, know, something, maybe something cold, delicious. maybe like an ice bucket or something. It is Not Luke, it's listen, Luke you can't. No one likes an there's, Amber. There's either. no, there's no special treatment going around here. You're gonna drink no. the same shit that I drink. The reason that I wanted Danny to come on this podcast is I am such a big believer in people that are doing things different. So, you know, I know I always say this, but it, but society tells you you go to high school, you go to college, and then you get out and you go get a job and it's 9 to 5 and then you get married and blah 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 blah. I love when someone says, "No, fuck this. I'm going to actually do it my way on my terms and no one's going to change my mind on that and that's my trajectory and I'm going to do what I got to do." And what I loved about talking to you in Palm Springs and where it resonated that we should bring you on the podcast is when you said, you know, people have told me I should be down or I, I, I should be doing this or I shouldn't be driving or I, I, sh- I shouldn't be working this hard. But you've kind of said, fuck it. I'm going to actually live on my own terms and do life how I want to do life. And you do you and I'll do me. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of stigmas with uh, individuals with disabilities. That's like, you know, I, I have to, I, I get carried with, you know, it's like I get automatically labeled, um, which is, you know, mind blowing to me. I like meet people and they're like, like oh you live on your own like oh you you drive like you you work like you can get on a plane by yourself like um you're more self-sufficient than half of our friends <laughs> it's 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 quite amazing um the only good time is when we go to like places with huge lines or there's nightclubs and i just yeah i, I put I, you I right in I the front and it's like moses in the red sea everyone gets wait. the fuck out of the way it's yeah, the best michael and Lauren, no i don't wait in lines uh there's definitely yeah there's definitely those like hidden tricks i like i Hey, there's some positives about being disabled. I found my ways of things that I can get sneak into. Like, for instance, I'm going to Drake and Future at the Forum this weekend, and I'm buying tickets probably in the 200 section. When I get there, I go to that table next to the side, and they move me to that best handicap seat in the house. So, uh, dude, I found... It's it's worked for us for years. Oh, yeah. I literally, on this case, I actually jump on the back of the scooter and just ride on in, you know? Oh, man. I jump on the scooter all the time when we go to Vegas. I sit right on. Like, my favorite thing ever to watch you do is when we're in Vegas and drunk girls come and sit on your lap on the scooter and you drive around on the scooter with them. It is... I I love it. There's tits flying I can't believe they trust me with that. Like, sometimes it's not even there. You get more friends than, or more girls than all of Michael's friends put together. Well, that's not saying much, but that's yeah. true. It's, yeah, it's 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 depressing most, for most, your friends. Most of them are practically married these days, but uh, yeah, I'm still single. I'm enjoying it. Like, yeah, and, and are you ready they, for like a hottie? Single hotties, yeah, yeah. Wait, My, what do you mean? Like, are you are are you girls? Are you going, for a, you going for a married girl or yeah. what? I have in the <laughs> well. Uh, no, am I am I ready to commit? I don't know. I have commitment issues. Um, that's another note. Another day of coming on the podcast. Uh, yeah, no dating. I, I'm, I'm enjoying being single. Like, uh, there's years in the past for me that where I wanted a relationship. I might want a relationship now. It's not what I'm looking for. I have other, you know, goals in mind that I'm looking for and striving for. You know, I can barely take care of myself and take care of everything I'm doing. But uh, I think you can take care of yourself pretty well. I mean, after what you just said, you've inspired me. Yeah, but dating. Dating is another beat. Like, yeah, of course. I, You know, I get work to deal with, health to deal with, family, and all that stuff. And then dating is another. Michael, you guys, if you listen to 30, this is a 30th podcast, you know how much work dating is. Uh, I don't think there's a man out there that can, <laughs> that can, that can, that can handle it, disabled or not. This yeah, is- it's just, it's funny. And it's getting through those stigmas. Uh, you know, some girls, uh, you got dating apps these days. You got just bunch of things that are going on that you know i'm i i definitely am fortunate enough that i i'm surrounded by beautiful girls and they're and they're awesome and they're i got big hearts and i get to hang out with them and we do fun things and be spontaneous you do fun things do, do you tinder do i tinder i am on tinder you're uh, on tinder actually i'm on this new thing called raya which is fucking awesome. i heard about it i heard there's lots of i don't know how it. i got accepted to this thing but uh somehow i did and john mayer's on it it's that same i would know shit. because i'm looking at women lauren but uh 
Uh, yeah, just beautiful girls. I heard um, there's celebrities on there. Like, it takes a long time. I actually wanted to go on the site and just apply just so I could snoop around. But then I figured you'd probably you catch can me. Say, you well, can I don't say want you we're to, just friends. I don't oh. want you to go on there and see my profile, though. So <laughs> You wish. Uh, yeah, Rise is awesome. Um, but, yeah, dating apps are cool. So... Uh, the, the main message that, and I don't want to cut you off, but I do. Um, the main I'm message. So rude. I've never seen ruder. The, the main message that um, <laughs> I want to get across here is like, you live an unnormal but also very normal life. And I think when we were talking in Palm Springs, the whole idea was. Were we talking in Palm Springs or were you asleep by 10 p.m.? I might, I, when I was talking, when I was coherent, um, you were basically saying, like, you know, you're working now with your charity that we're up here for called Life Rolls On. And the whole, the whole premise behind, you know, bringing you on here and having this conversation is to reach not just, you know, people that want to get involved with charity, but also to let other people in your situation know that you can live a very normal life and to not put limitations on yourself. And I think... But it's up to you. Yeah, but Danny's honestly, he's a living example of that. I've seen it in his whole life. I mean, as long as I've known him, which, you know, you can, I think second grade counts pretty much You guys have said that you met in second grade like 400 times. Yeah, but the point... Everyone's got it. So I think it's a really inspirational (laughs) message and I think that it's beneficial for people to hear it and understand it because, you know, we've known each other a long time. We've done a lot of crazy things together and... The disability never really came into the equation. Like, obviously, there's hurdles that we have to deal with at times, but we've done some pretty crazy shit together and lived a pretty normal life. I mean, yeah, I I, I can say I've, I've lived a pretty awesome life. I've, I've I've lived life to the fullest. It's I don't at I, the fullest. We went on SWAT together in uh, high school. If you guys don't know what SWAT is, Google it. It's basically this party where we tell the parents that we're going for a good old ski trip and some hot cocoa, and we all go and no one goes skiing and everyone just blacks out. This was our high school all four years in a row. Danny went with me. Yeah. It, Didn't you stay in my room at one point? I think I definitely passed out on your bed a couple of times. I know. In yeah. my bed with me. <laughs> bunch of drinking in high school. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely live life to the fullest. And uh, it's, uh, you know, get, touching upon that, what you guys are up here this weekend, and me too, at the Life Was on Charity. Uh, that's something I've been involved with the last eight years. Um, and growing up, I... Uh, I didn't feel like I was alone. I didn't really know anybody else with a disability. Like, I wasn't saying I was sheltered. I just, my parents just raised me and I just did my thing. Like, and uh, it was me and my brother. And uh, to get on that, like, my brother was also diagnosed with the same muscular dystrophy as myself, uh, FSH. And so it was kind of like him and I. Like, we were just a bit like partner in crime. Uh, we kind of went through the trials and tribulations together. Um, so I, I would like to say that if I didn't have him, growing up I would not have had the mindset I had because I just you know we kind of just you know, we understood that each other was going through it together and like you yes, could was, relate to each other yeah he was the younger one but uh, the the disease kind of um, hit him earlier and harder than myself just kind of weird like that how some things work so you know I'm supposed to be the older one and and learn He's supposed to learn from me versus I'm supposed to learn from him. And uh, it was definitely, I was learning from him a lot of the times. And, like, he definitely showed me the ropes. Uh, definitely uh, taught me to have the mindset I did have. Uh, dude, honestly, Drew did not give a fuck. He was just, like... He was positive. Oh, yeah. He, you guys were the, one, the lucky ones to know my brother growing up. Uh, yeah, my brother was a boss. Straight boss. Uh, and he uh, just kind of killed it at life and he had great friends and just uh, and that kind of like him and I growing up was the way that kind of my mind sent to college and then when I got in the life was on it was like you couldn't get off no yeah when I got in the life was on I was like wow there's so many more people like my brother and I did you get was was Drew ever involved in Life Rolls On? He wasn't, unfortunately. So to clarify you guys yeah my brother passed away about 8 years ago unfortunately but uh you know, it, it's another obstacle that we, you know, have to overcome in today's world. And, uh, you know, I try to live his legacy every single day. And You uh, have. I'm, you know, I'm trying my hardest. It's, it's big shoes to fill. But uh, You would have been pumped on Life Rolls On. <laughs> he would have loved it. So uh, can you can you explain what Life Rolls On is? So Life Rolls On is, uh, yeah, um, it's a charity started by a, a good friend of mine, Jesse Billard. He was a professional surfer and got injured, broke his neck while surfing. Um, 
you know, and uh, he's, he's again, has great friends and great family, and they started this awesome charity called Life Goes On. It's been going on, don't quote me on this, I think it's like 15, 16 years now. Um, and uh, what they do is they have events, annual events, that they uh, take adaptive individuals, so people with, like, spinal cord injury, amputees, muscular dystrophy, all over the board, um, just people, individuals with disabilities, um, and they take them surfing. Do you have to be in a scooter, or can it be anything? No, there's some people walking. Because like, it's life rolls on, that's why I ask about the scooter, because is that, like... He, well, Jesse's in a wheelchair, Got um, it. like myself, and so that's where it, it came from, but, uh... It's grown. It's literally, it's snowballed into anything these days, and it's so awesome. Uh, the majority of it is youth and young kids. Um, so there's annual events uh, throughout. Actually, the season just ended. The gala tomorrow night is the wrap-up of the year. We're going to the gala. That's yeah, in Santa Monica at Jonathan Beach Club. Um, Come you, meet us. If you guys want to go check it out, org. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, I got to meet Jesse, and so it's fantastic. It's just... I found almost a second family. It's a bunch of people, old, young, who just see life kind of very similar to the way I see life. I like a lot like Drew. One of the coolest things I've seen in a long time was when I saw you surfing on a surfboard. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And, you know, it was really cool. It was all over social media. Um, You know, we were talking about how social media has helped bring awareness to this charity, do you how, how much do you think it's impacting like awareness for, for these charities? I mean, do you think do you think they'd be as far along as they are without social media now, or is it is that what really started blowing it up? No, I, uh, with labels on in general, I think it's always been quite large. I think in the idea, the whole idea around just individuals with disabilities and having that positive mindset, social media definitely has had an impact. I. Do I think it can have more of an impact? Of course. Um, I think it needs to get there. I'm always trying to like push it more and more. Uh, it's just, you know, it's it's timing and luck and having someone, you know, you have lots of voices on social media that are pushing that positive independence. You can do whatever you put your mind to mindset on social media with people with disabilities. There's great advocates out there. Jesse is definitely, Bill Hour is one of them. Um, and you got many, many more. But uh, there's, I think the time has come, and it's going to be very soon, where you're going to have influencers and people who have large audiences that should and, and will start speaking about individuals with disabilities um, across many types of you know diseases and, and disabilities that people Social have. Social media is powerful like that. It's very powerful. It, it, it is. It, it, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat... Um, you know, I, I think that, like, you know, one of my biggest ideas, and I think I've talked to Lauren about this one time, is, uh, you know, what people don't see and what makes it real is, like, what one of us goes through on a daily basis, like, just from getting out of bed to going to your job to socializing. You told dating. me that it takes you an hour and a half. It takes me, yeah, it takes me a while. Once to, I get. to get everything going in the morning, which we just, I mean, I hop out of bed and I go, you know, grab a green juice and I, I can like leave. We don't really, everyone needs to think about that. I mean, that's crazy. It takes you an hour and a half. Like that's gnarly. Yeah. Cause I'm doing it on myself, but I, I, which is gnarly too, but I love it. Like I love like I love that's, your attitude. That's the rareness, or and that's what finding people in life goes on. It's it's finding, you know. I love seeing that obstacle and finding a way to overcome it. Like I love that challenge. Like it honestly makes me hungry, like to get through it more than anything. Because um, again, like I said, there's shit on my plate every single morning. I wake up, and sometimes when the obstacle gets larger, I get more hungry to beat it. Because I know I can, and once I beat that one, I know I can beat anything else that gets uh, gets set in front of me. And I that's, mean, if that doesn't right inspire attitude. everyone, I don't know what will. No, yeah. I know that's the, that's the right attitude. That's what we talk about a lot, and I think you've probably inspired a lot of people on this show. Before we, you know, wrap it up and take you away and boot you off the show is there anything else you want to let us know you want to plug yourself you want to yeah 
Speak myself. to the women tell out us, there. Yeah, tell us where they can find you on Tinder or your uh, new dating site that's exclusive. Raya. Well, uh, you know, my Instagram handle is at HeavyDK. Uh, my clothing brand's at Ezekiel Clothing. Uh, Ezekiel EzekielUSA.com if you want to check out the clothes. The hat's cute. All we have is now. Yes. Uh, this one is actually sold out, but we're coming. It's I coming, want that. It's coming in black, pink, and light denim. Which color wanted. do you think I want? Uh, I wonder which color Lauren wants. Uh, you guys can all guess that. I don't need to say it. Michael wants pink. <laughs> I want pink. I know. Pink's, pink's sick. Hot. Pink's hot right now. Yeah, pink is hot. Pink is Shoot hot. me a pink one. Michael, you've been wearing a lot of pink. Yeah. Guys look cute in pink. Okay, so everyone, go follow Danny. Check him out. He hopefully will be back on the podcast. Hopefully. He's very inspiring. And hopefully I don't have to carry the fucking scooter tomorrow. No, well, I heard the elevators don't work, so you might be carrying it down the stairs. Yes. yes. I love it. Yes. So tomorrow, life rolls on. We're going to be out there surfing the waves. No, yeah, you're not, not Michael. Not, you don't know how to surf. No, surfing tomorrow. But hey, check out our Life Rolls On Tug Nations. Their Instagram, org is the website. It's awesome. If you want to donate, go donate. Um, if not, check out the local events and come support because it's... It, the, I can tell you it in, in voice, but you have to be there. I can't wait it. to see. All right. Well, before we go and leave Danny, going to miss you, I want to take a minute to thank all of our great sponsors and all of the listeners for supporting the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast. You guys know you're what keeps the show growing, and we really appreciate everything you bring to us. So now there's an easy, quick way for you guys to show your love. Just use our Amazon link to do your online shopping. Speaking of Amazon, you guys know how much I love books and on-demand audio. Why not combine the two? Uh, Click the audio button right next to Amazon button on our show page. It'll take you to some cool reading lists that you can click and buy from Audible, who are giving listeners a free audio book when they sign up, which is awesome. You also, I think, get a couple credits. I use Audible all the time, and it's a great way to catch up on books when I'm on the go. You love Audible. I do. Thank you guys again for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting the show. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it. It's been so fun. And remember to send in your questions to Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskHimAndHer. Send us questions to our snaps, Lauren Everts, and of course, Michael Bostick. Can we take call-ins next Friday? We might. I feel uh, like we should. If you do want to do a call-in, email us at podcast at theskinnyconfidential.com and use the subject line call-in. Can they call in? I think so. Maybe we'll do call-ins with Danny one episode and get like a couple girls that are maybe on Tinder. I want to do call-ins with the bare naked cucumber. Oh, oh yeah. man. We could have Danny and the bare naked on. That'd be a nice little duo. We could call it the Tinder episodes. Raya versus Tinder. I feel like we should do that. I think Taylor would love to get on Raya. Oh, God, don't. He doesn't need any more. He has enough. He's Honestly, a- between his Instagram and his Snapchat, he's good. All right, guys, that's it. Say bye to Danny. Hope you enjoyed the show. Adios. And we will see you next week. Adios. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Skinny Confidential, Him and Her, with Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick. Download new episodes every Tuesday at podcastone.com or subscribe now on the Podcast One app. Stay tuned for 60-second AP News headlines. AP Update, I'm Ed Donahue. At the presidential debate, moderator Lester Holt pointed out Donald Trump supported the war in Iraq. I was against the war in Iraq, just so you put it out. The record shows I, otherwise. The record but why does is, not show why was you, is your The record any... shows that I'm right. Trump also talked about his recent announcement that President Obama was born in the U.S. I think I did a great job and a great service, not only for the country, but even for the president, in getting him to produce his birth Secretary Clinton. Clinton accused Trump of spreading a racist lie. So he has a long record of engaging in racist behavior. (laughs) And the birther lie was a very hurtful one. Donald Trump says he will release his tax returns if Hillary Clinton releases the 33,000 emails she deleted from her private server. AP Update. I'm Ed Donahue.